Man, it's that cold outside. And here we are in the prefatorium, nice and warm. (laughs) (laughs) Not so true. Not so true. Um, That's quite all right. Here in the prefatorium, we talk about show matters and comments. Comments. Do we have any show matters? I think we do. Oh. I think we've we've got a big one. There's there's going to be a little bit of a delay Mm -hmm. for the next episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, we've had some technical difficulties. Legit, we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're going to blame it on that, and yeah. not because Adam <laughs> isn't prepared. Hey, <Hey-o. laughs> um, so Adam is a technical difficulty. Uh, oh. oh, thanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice to hear said to me. Uh, but you know, if you were listening to last week's episode and you were really psyched to hear about the Salvation Army, we are coming back with it. But and even better than ever, because we now we have an extra week. We have some yeah, we got plans. plans. Yeah. Oh man, folks, big plans. Put on your seatbelts and put on your socks. Here we go. Um, and this this is just to clarify about Terminator Salvation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the yeah. army and that and the army and that. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, and then uh, I I don't know if we have any other show matters. I don't think so. Okay, no. Let's get some of those juicy, juicy comments. Comments. Yes. All right. We got a comment from Mike Westfall. Wait. Mike Westfall. Yeah. In response to Pizza Night, Mike says, one, I shall wear having a shout out to my podcast evolve into a discussion on Cinderella's mice as a badge of honor. In part because in grade school, I was Gus Gus in a school play. I had to wear a fat suit consisting of a pillow attached to suspenders because I was the tiniest kid. Oh, that's adorable. That is adorable. Uh, Two, on the subject of Fraggle Rock, I once saw Gobo the Muppet, the Gobo Muppet, on display at a traveling exhibit called Jim Henson's Fantastic World. He's a lot bigger in person than I expected. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. But I might have been thrown off by Gobo's close proximity to the other Muppets on display, including Bert, Ernie, and Rolf. Oh my gosh! Seriously, yeah, yeah. I think all, all of us just passed out. Wait, I got something on that. Um, on Saturday, uh, I mentioned during the podcast that Angie was going to be remiss about us talking about Fraggle Rock. Without yeah. Her. On Saturday, <laughs> uh, we got into my car and my uh, phone started playing, and it was playing the podcast, and it was right in the middle of that conversation. <laughs> and she goes. Oh, you guys are listening to, or you guys are talking about Fraggle Rock without me? And she was definitely upset about it. Here's the crazy thing. We go to a wedding on Saturday night. That's we, the whole story. We go from here to the wedding. <laughs> uh, we, it was actually It's just, a Fraggle wedding. It was just the reception. She had already gotten married earlier. The big bride and groom walk out. Yep. Walked out to the Fraggle Rock theme. Wow. Are you yes. Holy crap. Isn't that crazy? Top that, Mike. Right. Yeah, take that, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) That Uh, is incredible. It blew my mind. And then their first dance was to a song from Labyrinth. Uh, (laughs) Was it the the ballroom scene dance? Uh, Was it? Yes. Was it? Mag- uh, dance, dance, magic, magic dance, magic dance, magic <laughs> dance, magic. <laughs> magic. Um, and he was also wearing like super tight a pants. Oh good. man, his dick looks so good. <laughs> How uh, were his uh, glass juggling skills? Uh, he didn't. Oh, yeah, we were all down. went down. Yeah, we just walked out after that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you, Mike, for two excellent comments. Uh, on our Monster Squad episode, episode, episode. You're talking like me now. That's awesome. <laughs> Ashley says, 
You guys were especially supportive of Drew in this episode. To be, and she put supportive in quotation marks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to be fair, he deserves it. Let me elaborate on my statement. The Shining isn't scary. I saw The Shining for the first time a couple of years ago and found it to be pretty underwhelming. I hate scary movies and have a very low threshold for scares. I fully expected for it to be hard to watch and was ready for the frights. They never came. There was only one scene I found to be disturbing, the people in costumes in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rest of it just annoyed or bored me. People in costumes in the hotel room. I think she's talking about the part where the, the hotel the, starts to come alive and Shelley Duvall sees that dude in a bear suit going yeah, yeah. down on the other I, I thought, I thought yeah. it was always a dog suit. Whatever. Yeah, I thought yeah that, and there's a lot of dispute on that. I, I thought it was a, bear, a sonic but it could suit. Be a, <laughs> but maybe I'm just no, putting my... No, that's why I assumed that you were assuming. She's assuming. Yeah. I mean, that's legit. It's creepy. She's yeah. She's got a good point that... Uh, it's not like a jump scare movie. No, it's psychological. It, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, maybe, maybe it isn't quite a horror movie, but it's, but I think it is unsettling all the is, way yeah, through. Yeah. It's definitely unsettling. Yeah. Well, let's go back to our litmus. Wouldn't that be considered horror? Cause was it, what okay, I already forgot. There's gore. Oh, the three, yeah. three types. There's, there's terror, which is the finest terror. emotion. Right. There's horror, right. which is not quite as acute as terror. There's sleepy. There's dopey. <laughs> Papa Smurf, baby Smurf. Uh, and then there's the gross out. Right. It's it never gross. really accomplishes the gross out. It doesn't no, go for the gross no, out. No. But I think it definitely has some horror and terror I would in say, there. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ashley says, I hated what they did with Shelley Duvall's character, and Jack Nicholson was menacing, but nothing he did frightened me. And true to my millennial nature, I thought the pacing was too slow. Well, I. I'm with you on Shelley Duvall's character. Um, I'm, I'm curious. But I think there's an intent there. Oh, definitely. I'm, yeah. I'm curious what she means by that. I also am curious. I'm curious what you mean by that. So, well, I look at that. One thing, I was frustrated by the, what they did to the character in transitioning it from the book to the movie. Because the character in the book is a lot more dynamic. Um, and she... the the character's done a bit of an injustice in the, the way that Kubrick adapts it. But I think that that's intentional uh, because I think you are supposed to grow frustrated with her. I think mm-hmm. that is the point of the way that she's depicted and, and the way that Shelley Duvall performs that role. She's in my opinion, amazing in it. Like, yeah. Well, uh, especially if you know the behind the scenes stuff and, and yeah, when yeah. you know that Kubrick, Tortured. tortured her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, that that might be what Ashley was talking about. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I wonder if she if she would watch like what's that one room? There's like documentaries and whatnot about Shining Room Two Three Seven. That's yeah. Thank you. Yeah. If maybe that would help her appreciate it. That, that's not the right word, but like I love that movie, but that's more about crazy people than it is about yeah. <laughs> yeah. <The> Shining. <laughs> I think it does help you. It does help broaden your appreciation of the movie yeah. a little yeah. bit. But yeah, I, I don't really know what to say about that in its defense. I mean, I think I think your criticisms are accurate. I guess I would just say that I don't think that they're criticisms from my perspective. I think everything that you cite is part of the reason why I like it. Sure. You know, it yeah. is a slow burn. Um, it is more terror than, than gross out or even horror. Um, although there are some like actual horrific moments in it. Definitely. Um, do you guys have any read Dr. Sleep yet? No, no, I haven't, I haven't read it either. 
Very good. Yeah, that's kind of a, a sequel both to The Shining and Salem's Lot. I believe it kind so. kind of ties those two together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I have not read it. Yep. Uh, she also says, maybe it was my expectations after a lifetime of hearing about how terrifying it is, but it just did not deliver at all. Hmm. And yep. that's fair, I, I too. Could, yeah, I could see yeah, that. If you'd spent your whole life hearing people tell you that it's amazing and then... Uh, see, I, I would say it's amazing, but I wouldn't say it's terrifying. I, I don't know. I think it's terrifying. I'm, I'm, there, are, there are moments in there I, that I still but again, I think, think about. The simple fact that she saw it later on in life and it had basically been diluted, essentially, by... Repeated like, oh, it's so scary, it's so scary. Like if she just walked into this movie, have, knowing nothing about it, I bet you she would have found it scary. Hey, you yeah. want to see a rom com? <laughs> 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 That's the way to set it, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, but, but, but you hear him. You know what I do, but yeah. I also kind of dispute you because I think if a movie is really good, it should it should still work, that. even sure. if yeah. It, I'm it, just saying it may have been no a, way. a cleaner. Your entire experience of every movie you've ever seen is like entirely predicated on what your my frame of mind yes, going yes. into it. Every true. trailer you see, every person you talk to. Okay, but these I, are I mean everyone, but I also really mean you. These are <laughs> really but these are two you. different things. You're talking about two different axes though. Like I, yeah. I, I I'm with you. I, I see your point and and it's accurate, but I I believe that a, a truly great movie transcends Abs- absolutely it's yeah, what, whatever you yeah. bring to it, I think it's if it's great, it's gonna it's gonna work. As a movie goer, as a movie watcher, I mm-hmm. also absolutely bring an incredible amount of baggage with me when I go to see yeah. it, and so my judgment of a movie is totally dependent on that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ashley says in response to our murderers episode, H. H. Holmes is fascinating. What he got away with was horrifying. I think he inspired the hotel season of American Horror Story. Now, that intrigues me. I don't really like that show, but um, I, I think as we talked about on that on that episode, it was kind of surprising that there hasn't been more film or but there is one literal coming. adaptations yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's also an example of what one could never get away with nowadays. Correct. There's no way you could build a crazy murder castle and no one figure it out. I mean, city inspections alone would give you away. I, I, in America, that might be true. Uh, I'm not mm. completely sure about that because I do believe that there are some pretty remote areas in this country that might not get as well policed as others. But have you ever seen that? Um, there's a house in Russia that is kind of similar to the um, Winchester House, where it was just this crazy rich dude who just kept adding on to it, and it's like the biggest like building violation code <laughs> of all time, and it looks like it's all about to fall apart. But it's uh, I'll send you a link, put it in the show notes. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah, um, code is stupid. We got a new dishwasher because ours broke like four months ago. Got delivered to the house. The guy's getting ready to put it in. He's like, oh, the code's different now than it used to be. You need to have a separate separate line run for your water. And basically, minor construction now to get a new dishwasher put in. Unless I just, again, rip out the old one and put the new one my, myself. But then it's apparently not the code anymore. Yeah. Ridiculous. Webster. I tell you. Uh, okay. If, if you were in Kirkwood, no problems. <laughs> yeah. I hear they got a good football team there too. The uh, best. Finally, in response to crowdfunding, Ashley says, the nothing is forgotten Kickstarter is the reason I no longer participate in crowdfunding. Wow. Uh, it took well over a year for me to get three prints because the book that I didn't order had terrible shipping delays. Uh, I minded the wait, unlike Drew. 
Previous to that one, I participated in a Kickstarter for the Nourish Mat. It was a gardening mat that you laid on the ground, and it told you exactly where to plant the seed balls that came with it. The idea was that eventually it would end up being an educational tool for schools. After the Kickstarter closed, the people running it started fighting, and half the people who donated didn't get their mats. I got mine, luckily, but still haven't used it. Uh, the last update to the page was two years ago, and as far as I know, they still haven't fulfilled all the orders. That's terrible. Wowzers. That, I, I would have funded that if I heard about it. That sounds cool. It sounds cool, yeah. <laughs> it does sound cool. I've got an update. Uh, the uh, bioluminescent plants yeah. that I funded yes. five years ago, this week, finally folded. Uh-huh. Like, oh. I, I mentioned like the whole time they were like, you know, continually giving us updates and stuff. And then like six months ago, they, they put out this moss thing that was terrible that they were going to try to right. sell. To, <laughs> and apparently that didn't sell. And so they, they closed the doors and apologized. And, Wowzers. But it was a fun journey. Yeah. <laughs> nice half a decade of your life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ashley just adds, so I don't put much faith in crowdfunding initiatives. I, I guess I can understand that. I think uh, overall the the public has learned from the initial, you know, when, when Kickstarter became a huge thing, mm-hmm. people were like, oh, I want that thing, and they invest in it. And enough people have been burned that it's probably right now at a level that um, is kind of healthy, where yeah. that people are smart enough to be right. skeptic and yeah if it's too good to be true don't buy it and uh if you're putting money into things that are magic beans that's your fault yeah there's magic beans on kickstarter yeah <laughs> back in that shit let's go fund that yeah. yeah uh all right well that's uh that's all the comments we have um but i think uh we won't want to we don't want to leave you guys um without anything else to listen to this week so, so maybe we'll steep on something. Oh, maybe a long steep. A long steep. What if we could get a caller <laughs> who is really irate and kind of confused? Like he thinks confused. the show hasn't started yet, but it already started like yeah. ten minutes ago. And maybe then... he thinks we should call him. That's not how callers work, but right. maybe maybe that would be good. <laughs> yeah, let's try it out. Let's try it let's out. Just see what happens. Let's go to world. Give the old college try. And Christmas here at home. The church bells chime wherever we roam. No triumph, no wealth, finish, not come, but who can guess it? To you. It's the most wonderful <laughs> time of the year. That was Adam singing. Uh, that was an excerpt from the Ambassadors of Harmony. Yeah, yeah that show. is something to percolate on. There I went to see my first Ambassadors of Harmony performance, and it was very, very good. You well, thank guys. you. I, I haven't heard yet his thoughts on this. Yeah. I did. Did you end up going? I did not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or did you go and just not listen? Is that... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you no, I listened headphones. from outside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, it was. It was. I did not know, you know, Adam's a very humble person, but it turned out that Adam was the one who was like hosting the whole thing. Really? Like, you were like the MC? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, man. So right off the bat, uh, you know, we hear him uh, speaking in rhyme and you were in the audience, right? Then? I was. Yeah. I was coming down the audience. Yeah. Hmm. Um, 
And man, if I could do it again, I like my seats, but I would love to get like right next to you and just <laughs> stare at you the whole time, <laughs> do everything I can to make you feel uncomfortable. Right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it was a very good performance. It was good stuff. Well, thank you. Thank you. Were you uh, and the rest of the ambassadors pleased with how it went? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, ironically enough, and I think I might have alluded this to you offline, Friday night is the one you went to, right? It was Friday night. Yeah. That's our usually our shakiest show because we're just kind of still getting some of the bugs cleaned up. I could tell. But yeah. But by <laughs> Sunday, um, <laughs> it was a well old machine and it was it was it was a good one. We got um I ended up I wrote the first and second act, um, and acted in the first act and directed both of them also and I got many uh a lot of good feedback this year about it. A lot of like, well, you're setting the bar pretty high, but what are you do next year? Why were they talking like that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, good. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. I couldn't make it. Me too. So did you, John. you wrote all of the like interstitial skits and stuff mm-hmm. in between it? Yeah. Yep. So it was great. Thank you. Um, you, uh, the audience loved it. He had them in the palms of their hands. Yeah, in case you, in case I don't too much, I was uh, the first act was pirate themed, so it was yeah, called a very, you mentioned that. a very pirate Christmas. So the first thing I do is I come out through the audience and I'm basically kind of getting the audience warmed up, razz them a little bit, and mm-hmm. pillage um, them. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I can't remember. Is that on Friday day? Was was I yelling at people taking too long sitting down? No. Oh, one of the days I did. And the, Sunday night was sort of my favorite. This lady. Is it a bunch of people coming in uh, after they'd already called? You know, the lights are already half down and people are getting seated. And I just kind of fell in line behind this group of people who were all filing in. As I was about to sit, I'm like, Oh, lady, I think you're in my seat. And then she goes, Oh, I'm sorry. And like, started walking out. He is dressed like a pirate. Yeah, I'm like, a, I mean, I'm a huge pirate with dreads and that, you know, gold. Hey, man, tis the season. Right. And she's. And she, and, For what? Right. <laughs> And this poor lady's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then she just going away, and I'm like, no, that literally makes no sense. Go ahead and sit down. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was fun. I, nice. I will say that um, it's interesting. It's almost surreal seeing a sea of uh, 50 men and one small boy. Uh, there's, there's like a teenager in oh, there. Oh, sorry. I would. Honestly, it was the 50 that threw me off. We're like 110, 120. Really? Yeah. I wasn't counting. <laughs> no, okay. it's fine. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I thought you were maybe talking like a section. You just shit. thought you all had two heads. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, from my perspective, I could not see the... Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but uh, that, that kid, that's not one of your kids, is it? My kid is in it, but he's 16 right now. So I Yeah. Mean, yeah. Oh, he played the uh, deckhand. The okay. Guy, the oh, with, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, the one I was thinking about is, is was in the... A chorus, right. yeah. I know what you're um, talking about. Yeah. yeah. A younger guy. Yeah. Um, also, from my perspective, we uh, let me tell you. So You got the, the Lincoln special. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking at seats, and they were selling out quickly, but then I noticed that the two like box seats of the theater yeah. were still available at the top uh, stage left. Yeah, that's correct. No, it's not. It's, it is. It's right. It's stage left, audience right. Okay. I did it. I thought you those were the same. I, yeah, I thought. Eh, let us know if we're if, Adam, if Adam's wrong. Please, <laughs> please leave a comment letting him know. Um, but yeah, so that was like I had to do that. I've I've always wanted. That's like on my bucket list. I'm, there you go to sit in a 
theater box. Yeah. Can we yeah. can we put the pictures you sent me in the show notes? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I got these seats, and then this was on Wednesday, and the show was on Friday. And the first thing I did afterwards was go to Amazon to get opera glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and and it said, "Yep, they'll arrive on Friday." And so I ordered them, and then on Friday they still hadn't come. And oh, then I got no. a thing. They ended up coming Sunday, so now I have opera glasses. I had to go to <laughs> some other fancy show to right. use them. But that was, uh, you know, aside from all the nice singing and crap, that was going to be the highlight of my life is sitting down with Angie. Dude, and I get it. Busting out the opera glasses. <laughs> <laughs> did, yeah. you, uh, did you pull a Stetler and Waldorf? And Yeah, we heckled, heckled the whole fucking good. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is the performance? Would anybody record this? On, yeah, there's on the a YouTube there's or a, well, I think the house uh, records it and throws all the stuff up on a Google Drive, and I've already requested uh, copies of it. So maybe if we if we get saucy and we host it somewhere, um, we can put the whole damn show. On, yeah, in the show. nice, nice. And next year, if you're thinking about going, don't because you can just wait a week and see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually um, our both our matinees were completely sold out, and Saturday night sold out all. Yeah, it, it's nice. a big theater. This is the Two Hill in St. Louis. Yeah, seventeen hundred plus seats, and we there's usually I think for all five shows we had less than hundred seats total left. But wow. To be fair, all of the wives of those guys singing were there, and that filled up the whole first <laughs> row. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do we call this? Do we call somebody now? I uh, yeah. It's. <laughs> I'm not sure what what the what the plan here is. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. What is our um, approach here? I have something else to percolate on, but I don't know if we're supposed to get him on the phone or not. Uh, spoiler: It's a he. Are we calling him or is he calling us? He's calling us. Oh, he is. Are you sure? Yeah, I just told him to. He says before you guys call. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah. So what? Well, what? I just texted him <laughs> call us. So. <laughs> It's a professional operation we've got going right. here. Actually, yeah, we are, should we say this? We're recording sure. um, in the dark. We've got candles going. <laughs> uh, we're trying to s- decide if this is a sleepover, a hobo scene, or maybe this is just how people podcasted back in the frontier days. Oh, oh yeah, like that. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <clears throat> we're throwing it back. Yep. Getting back to our roots. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, speaking of roots, how's anybody feel about this uh, net neutrality thing? Oh my gosh! Oh man, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) This whole time, I've been like, you know what the problem with the internet is? Uh, You know, I'm not paying enough for it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) right. It's too fast. Too fast. I'm not paying enough. Yeah, yeah. You think it's uh, this? uh, I, I, I guess by the time this is released, we might know whether a vote has happened or. Um, what's going on there? Yeah, um, and still laughing. I mean, if, I'm sure you guys know that the United States, the United States, Nick, has like <laughs> the what? <laughs> United States has some of the slowest internet speeds on the planet. Mm. Like, well, I've heard that Australia has like criminally. Slow. They, they might. I didn't say it's, I know it's not the slowest, but I know it's yeah. pretty damn yeah, slow. Our, yeah, our average is slow. Yeah, but like something. <coughs> oh. Caller, yeah. Call, caller, your caller. Go ahead. First time caller, last time listener. Hello, <laughs> hello. I'm ready. <laughs> Good. So are we? We're waiting for you. Uh, did, uh, what's your name? Did, why did it take so long? Why did this, what take so long? 
Oh, call your live on the air. Can you get to the damn point, please? I told Nick like 10 minutes ago I was ready. Well, we weren't ready. <laughs> you said you were. You said you said we're starting. Yeah, I I didn't see that you said that you we were calling you. So I was telling you to call us. So you like threw your phone out of the window after you got my reply or uh, Hey, you? I was busy. We are we are yeah, trying right. to run a podcast here. Yeah. Yeah, right. Busy being stupid. Who's this? What's your name? Uh, Please don't talk until you're introduced. Did you guys... (laughs) Have you guys started? (laughs) Yeah, we've started. That depends on your perspective. You're starting over then, because I'm not going to call in. Oh, look at this guy. Calling the shots. I think he did call in. Right. (laughs) We're in the percolator. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do in the percolator? Well, Nameless caller. Fresh topics. Hot topics. topics. <laughs> talk hot about hot topics topic for an hour. Uh, Is hot topics still open? Oh yeah, I think so. So what's on your mind, anonymous caller? <laughs> uh, nothing. All right. Wow. Thanks for calling. So did you just call, literally just kind of just be a part of this? Yeah, I wanted to be on my show, Adam. <laughs> that's, that, that's fine. We just we all assumed we had something to talk about. Wait, what, what, what kind of reception is this? <laughs> and I'm talking about the phone reception, am I right? Hey. hey. We were just talking about net neutrality and how it's stupid, and thank God they're getting rid of it. Okay, start it over because <laughs> I'm not calling into the show to start it. Right? I'm, we're starting it now. All right. So All right, from the top. Fresh topics, net, hot topics. Whoever brought up net neutrality, bring it up again. Hey, how do you guys feel about net neutrality? It's. I think we need it. <laughs> See, we've already made all these huh. jokes already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just seems forced. <laughs> I have it. here a list of the top 10 countries on this planet with the fastest internet speeds. Um, Wait. To the Alistination, Jake. Oh, Alistination. Yes. Oh, yeah. Alistination. All right. Uh, well, Adam's looking at the list. Right. So it just has to be the three of us. Yeah, that, that works. That works. These are the top... Top ten. Top ten fastest. Fastest. All right. Uh, I'll start. Okay. Um, let's do Sweden. Number four. You're good. Germany. Not in the top ten. You're out. Boom. Mm. Drew? Japan. Number six. You're in. Um, Why did I say Germany? Uh. <laughs> I thought it was a fair guess. Um, let's do um, Norway. Number eight. You're in. Drew? Drew? Canada. I thought I was out. You're out. That's what's funny. Drew. Canada, you're out. You I win. win. You win. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. Don't read the rest of the list. All right. <laughs> Does America fall in there? The top 10? Yeah. No. Okay. I think no. that's what we were looking we for. We come in at number 20. 20. On the planet, which is pathetic. Wow. Yeah. Um, Australia was 50. So there you mm. go. Wow. Number one, South Korea. 
Hmm. Oh, they won't be around much. Got to play at StarCraft. Oh, that's a good one. I should have picked that one. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I actually did say that. <laughs> Just sounded uh, like Canada. Yep. <laughs> did it? I've something else I'm percolating on if we want to get off of the subject, if we want to keep talking about yeah, it. No, yeah, no. We'll percolate away. I found out literally in the last hour or so ago that. So when. Uh, before I was born, my uncle, my mom's brother, was shot and killed. All right? By a cop. Okay. And I've, I've known, I've known the story by my, a cop. By a cop. I've known oh, the story by my, 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 my whole life. Okay? I'm 38 years old. Which America is number one in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just found out today that apparently my uncle was married when this happened. So that I mean, who? That my uncle was married, the one that got shot. Oh. So apparently I have an aunt out there that I didn't know even Didn't even know existed. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, not the shot part, but not a blood-related aunt. Correct, yeah. So not really. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, Drew kind of brings up a point. That's, That's like, are you going to contact her? Well, so I was, I kind of, uh, very lightly get my mom on the riot act because I was like, how do why have I never heard of this aunt uh, Janine or whatever um, in 38 years? So, sounds like you're really uh, investing her, Janine, whatever. <laughs> He's protecting her anonymity. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, she could be listening. And I guess what happened was after my uncle got shot, the uh, settlement, uh, she basically took the money and ran. Mm. Oh. So my grandparents didn't get any of it. Damn. Yeah, so that's why I guess I had never heard of this one. Well, but was yeah. she legally entitled to it? <clears throat> I think they're supposed to do half halvesies or something like that. <laughs> How did she get access to it if she was only supposed to have halvesies? This is back in the 70s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm not sure what like hmm. how that all worked out. Well, Adam, so. if you want us to find her, you're going to need to give us a little more information to go on. Okay. I think her name was Janine, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Or whatever. Or whatever. And she's the widow of my uncle who was shot. That is a crazy, crazy revelation. Isn't it weird? Yeah. yeah. It's not that crazy. Well, okay. I guess the... But the the fact that it would be revealed at all, at any point... Right. She, my mom found a basic old Christmas card, and she was like showing some stuff she'd, she'd found... And it was basically like, and here's one from my brother Randy. And it said, love, R- Randy and Janine or something like that. And <laughs> um, I can't stress enough. I don't remember the name. Um, and I was like, who's, who's that? He was like, oh, it's your, that's my, my brother's wife. And I was like, what? I mean, it's just absolutely nuts. Wow. Yeah. So Aunt Janine or whatever your name is, if you're listening, give me some of that money. Give us that money. Give us that money. My grandparents are dead. They don't need it anymore. Wow. Hook a brother up. You think it was just because she didn't like the grandparents, so it, she would have shared it with the family, but... Well, at least with me. Look at me. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Has she ever called you and listened to you make sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for God's sake. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's weird. I mean, it's presumably in the same, if she's in the St. Louis area, I, you know, I ran into her at some point in my life. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Just yeah. Maybe things. you sang to her. Probably maybe did. I sang to her. Yeah, exactly. Well, that'd be weird. Maybe you replaced her roof. <laughs> maybe I did. I wonder if, like, you sang to her, and she was like, "I feel like this guy owes me money." <laughs> what? What? Owes her money? <laughs> How did they go in that direction? 
You know, because he like took money from your family. Oh, I get, I get you. I don't know if I'll do that actually. That makes no sense. Yeah. So weird. Uh, long lost relatives coming to light wow. in my late thirties. Not really a relative, but <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you saying that? <laughs> Anybody going to see that Star Wars movie? Oh, right. Oh, I'm seeing Star it on Friday. Wars. Are you? Yeah. Where? Uh, AMC Esquire. How many tickets do you have? Two. Damn it. Yep. You seen it, John? Seen it I'm twice. seeing it Thursday. Oh. Are you really? I am. I got tickets you have to tickets? the MX. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it tonight. What is the MX? <laughs> I'm not seeing it tonight. Uh, the, the MX is a... Uh, Nick, you don't know the MX? No, I don't. Seriously? Oh, my God. I can't wait for you to hear about it. (laughs) It is located uh, downtown at the Mercantile Exchange Building, which used to be uh, St. Louis Center. It was a a famously dead mall in downtown St. Louis. Okay, that's on Washington? Yeah, it is. Yeah. uh, Have you been there? I've been there a couple of times, and it in in the span of I think it's been open for maybe two or three years, mm-hmm. and it, it went from like my least favorite theater in the world to uh, being pretty okay. Um, by virtue Rave of reviews, John by, by virtue of the, okay. the failure of its ambitions, uh, it 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 started out as like this um, swanky. It was supposed to be yeah, it was supposed to be very swanky. Um, the dine-in theater experience. They, right. they got this hotshot chef um, to do the menu. And I actually went to you the, know, the, the last thing it. I want in a theater is a hotshot chef. I, like, yeah. Well, it turns out that's the last thing that anybody wants yeah. because he like hightailed it out of there very quickly. And after that, they completely just dropped that whole thing. Like they still have food at the snack bar. Yeah. But they don't do any kind of like in theater service. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of of the uh, dine in theater, but it should just be bar food, really. You know, like, right? Yeah, it, or, or it, they don't need to. Well, and this, or this was food. Yeah. like upscale bar food. Basically, was what okay. the menu consisted of. But it, like, I went to the opening night, the actual like <laughs> opening night of this thing. Did you really? I did. I don't remember I how. We talked about this on the show. I think so we I'm did. Not sure why Adam and Nick seem like they don't know. <laughs> About this. I can't speak for Adam, it's, but for I mean, me, it's because I don't Adam, listen to the podcast. Host, so I can <laughs> Unless I'm on it. For not having listened to all the episodes. But Nick, I mean, you should have done your research. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if we can find that episode and uh, put it in the show notes. But it was, it, was, uh, the, the, it was the kind of affair that will always like raise my ire because I was ostensibly there to see a movie and all that kept happening was people talking about the the touchscreen ordering system that was attached yeah. to everybody's seat, and they they referred to it as space aged, and it was space an aged. Yeah, uh, wow. <laughs> uh, do you know what movie you saw? Um, I think look, it was Django it. Unchained. Oh, okay. Oh, good movie. Yeah, it's a good premiere. <laughs> yeah, but I felt like I had to go see it again at a different theater, at like a real theater, to make yeah. up for the experience. Did you ever see the was it eighty five millimeter version? What was the extent? The, the oh, I think you're uh, thinking of Hateful Eight. Eight was in I seventy totally millimeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I did was not. Great. That was awesome. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but it anyway, was... so after the chef left that theater, now it it like dropped that whole program, and it like. It, the 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 seats are still nice. The theaters are still nice. I actually really like it. It has like a a decent 
and they got the uh, chef from the lobby. They got the chef from the Tropicana bowling lanes. <laughs> <laughs> the most amazing mozzarella sticks you've ever had in a theater. <laughs> yeah, but I, so I'm I'm excited about it. I don't know about the movie, but I'm excited about going to the MX. I am I am hyped for the movie. Like yeah. I've been, you know, looking forward to it. But then the recent reviews are coming out, and they're saying that there are surprises in it and twists and. <laughs> I like both of those things. Surprises and twists. Oh, my God. <laughs> Drew, do you want to share? No, I just love that you're excited about surprises and twists. Well, I mean, to be fair, the previous two movies were both great, but they didn't have a lot of those. No surprises or twists. Yeah. You, you're like a Empire Strike Back kind of guy. You want that big reveal. Uh, what's the reveal in Empire? Uh, I can't remember now. Um, hmm. It's something about... Oh, it's, it was land. Chewbacca was a Wookiee? No, no, no. That You find that out in Jedi. Oh. Oh, what are we going to call Jedi now? Because we won't know if we're referring to Return of the or The Last. Jesus, you that's a really good question. Shit. Fuck. What? <laughs> Ryan Johnson ruined it. <laughs> That's um, a good question. I, I mean, I guess they'll probably just call it Last Jedi. Or Last. Yeah, Last. last. Or The. Yeah. Which is your favorite? My favorite is Last. Well, nobody refers to Force Awakens as Force or Awakens. So, what Last Jedi. It? I think they call it Force Awakens. They do. Wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, last night I rewatched Brick, which was. Oh, yeah. Ryan I still Johnson's haven't seen that yet. First movie. It's I missed a, that. Rewatched what? Brick. 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 Yeah. That, the JJL classic. High school noir. JJL? <laughs> Jennifer Jubb Lewitt? Yep. Uh, yeah, that was Ryan Johnson's first movie, and uh, it holds up. It's a good movie. Wait, you rewatched it to prime yourself for Star Wars? I well, I, I was just thinking about it because Maybe it was you coming up. The Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to watch that. I've seen that before. Angie, I think we better get ready for this new Star Wars movie. <laughs> That's pretty much how it went down. Um, That's excellent. It's a good movie, though. If you haven't seen it, check it out. I, I really liked it the first time I saw it, but I'm hesitant to rewatch it. Um, I just I worry that, like, upon revisiting, it will be it will seem really, uh, like, forced or something. Oh, it is know? very forced, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a very stylized movie. Like they movie. use the force? Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's uh, definitely kind of try hard but it's it's good it's it's done well and i like i like the style yeah and and it's it's a low budget movie but they do a lot with what they got yeah do we know if there's supposed to be any sort of trailer um going along with star, like uh debuting with star wars have we heard about this at all no no i don't think so i would have thought um it would have been like uh Infinity War. Right. Yeah, or Ready Player One. But All right, yeah. yeah. But those are both. They're already out there. What are you going to do? Hey, speaking of. Oh, God. We're getting attacked by wolves. <laughs> Can we trail on? Hi, wolf. 
Oh. Um, uh, trail on. Yeah, trailing on in that little theme song. We can, but uh, I don't know what that means. We have a new segment called Angie's Bringing Snacks. <laughs> What? Angie's bringing, Angie's bringing snacks. snacks. Angie's bringing oh, snacks. Yeah, oh, man. Garage Angie's Archive bringing... is the best archive. <laughs> Thank you, Angie. Thank you, Thank Angie. You. Uh, uh, such nothing. service. I think I'm at MX. Angie's dragging the wolves away. <laughs> uh, I think this is a uh, butternut squash soup. Yeah. Wow. This Goodbye, goes well wolves. with our Bye, wolves. Get out of here. Go on. Nobody loves you. <laughs> Is he talking to me? <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. This this still goes well with our sleepover slash hobo motif. Yes, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Trailing on. Trailing on. Trailing on. Trailing on. This is trailing on. Uh, okay. Do we want to start? Uh, well, do we have anything other than Ready Player One? Yeah, we do. All right. Let's uh, start with Ready Player One. Oh, fine. <laughs> now Drew, we can start with something else. Drew, you're up. Ready Player One, go. So there was Jurassic World 2. Oh my gosh. Fallen Kingdom. That thing was like a... Um, possibly the worst trailer I've seen this decade. It was a, so bad. It's a bad trailer. Um, but maybe that means the movie's good, but I doubt it. Question mark. Only on John's scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, that's that's a movie that I was looking forward to, and then I saw the trailer, and it's just so bad. It's, it's so bad. It's boring. At the same time, it's yeah. like it shows like it. The pacing of it's really weird. Yep. Yeah. The editing of it's really weird. The and then it shows you like. Presumably a bunch of good moments. Right. Yes. Yeah, of, of action. And then the, the T-Rex is back again and saves everyone again. Because that makes right. sense. And am I wrong that that shot of um, Chris Pratt looks like he's, like, younger? Like, did they de-age him for that? <laughs> the, the shot where he's, like, talking to the velociraptor and he's like, hey, buddy, you I'm your friend. Me. Yeah. You know uh, me. Like it, the baby raptor? No. <laughs> They didn't de-age the raptor. Yeah, uh, they did. There's a baby raptor. There's a baby raptor. Is it a baby raptor? <laughs> yeah. Okay. My, oh, not the one that's on the table. What are you talking about? <laughs> who, who cares? I mean, literally, it's so yeah. bad. I mean, and then, well, then poor Jeff Goldblum. It's like, <laughs> even he shows up, and I'm, I was immediately like, okay. And I don't think yeah. I've ever had that reaction to him ever in anything. Every single time I see him, I'm like, yes, Goldblum! And I was like, oh, okay, they well, brought him back, I guess. This. It's just because they, he rehashes his line. Yeah. And, yeah. He yeah. said that thing that he said. Yeah. They didn't even put the cool, uh, in it either this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted. Life, uh, finds a way. The, uh, the first Jurassic World was really terrible. It was. It was great. And so I have, like, zero interest in revisiting those characters. Um, but something really great came from Jurassic World, and that was the Jurassic World website that had um, like video feeds of Jurassic World in operation. Oh, I didn't know that. So you could like watch people standing in line to go on rides and stuff. 
Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then they produced like a a brochure or something too. Like, yeah, yeah. Like there was pretty great like uh, world building material. Did they leave on the cameras when the, the attacks started happening, so you could see what was going on. No, well, that would have been great. See, that would have been that would have been really smart, actually. Well, maybe they can up their game with this one. Yeah, I like trying to. It's a volcano. Yeah, we gotta save the dinosaurs and kill everybody. What could go wrong? Just, Adam, just, when when do you suppose the <laughs> security camera footage would have shown the attack like the premiere night yeah oh that would have been great yeah yeah that's exactly what i was thinking of yeah i like that john's looking forward to the brochure from the second (laughs) (laughs) so am i (laughs) whoa hey we got those circle pod things those are cool the first one remember those things yeah i mean those were cool and not utilized very well in that first movie correct Maybe they'll try again. I don't no, know. No, so they you know, go off that cliff and land in the water, and then they'll get I on know. shore, and then they'll be like, oh, now we need a new thing. Hey, look, there's an old Jeep. Maybe this will work. Did anybody yeah. like that first movie? I did. Like yeah, anybody? I did. did. Did you Everybody seriously? did. <laughs> when it okay. came out, like, I, I'll, I'll accept that, like, you know, there was, like, uh, initial hype for it, and, but... It was a huge movie, and I unapologetically like it, like... It's not a smart movie. It's not, you know, the benefit of the original Jurassic Park was that it was a breakthrough of the time for special effects. It was a Spielberg movie. Like, it had a lot going for it. This was that not... Williams music. Yeah. This was not on that scale, but it was still a fun movie. I liked it a lot. I had the same effect watching uh, Lost uh, uh, Jurassic World as I did with episode one. Like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, ah... And then I walked out of the theater, and I'm like, hmm, eh, I don't know. And the more time went on, I was like, no, actually, that was really bad. And now you want to do a deep dive on it? Yeah. I, I'm going to do a deep dive on anything, buddy. <clears throat> I think as I was watching Jurassic World, it was just a steady decline in my enjoyment <laughs> as I was watching Remember it. he had that shirt on? That makes sense. That guy, the guy who had the classic Jurassic Park. Oh yeah! Like, hey, remember this park that a bunch of people died, and that guy wearing the shirt? Isn't that, that that's cool, right? It's like it wearing just... like a like a Waco, Texas shirt or something like that. It's like it's <laughs> really bizarre, or like a. <laughs> it was I, just like it's just like God. characters kept making dumber and dumber decisions, right. and and like Chris Pratt, who I really like, was thoroughly unlikable in that movie. Correct, like frustratingly so there's just there's so much wrong with that movie beyond it you know it being a really poor sequel to you know a great original movie um it, even if it's it the wasn't. best sequel to the great original no it's movie. not lost world is lost world way better than this no oh yeah no yes. oh yes yes miles hey, ahead i Miles ahead. Check the comment or check the uh, notes check section. Your check, you check your own comment. Check your own comment. I want to see the uh, girl doing backflips on the bars scene. All right. Well, that that is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, there there is nothing nearly that bad in Jurassic World. Um, yes, there is. Yes, there is. Let's hear it. Uh, Drew, uh, Drew, do you want to start? Like- yeah, go ahead. Uh, when they're like, oh, we got to go save those kids. Those kids are out there on their own. If we don't get them, they're going to die. Let's pause for about 30 minutes, though, to inspect these dead dinosaurs. Or how about uh, the brutal 
insanely violent death of the assistant <laughs> who did not deserve it I, in any any form. I will agree that that is totally or fucked up about, and weird, uh, but that was a highlight of the movie for me. <laughs> it, it was there. There. There was just. Or, or how about uh, the. Indominus Rex gaining superpowers whenever he needed them. This movie sounds Uh, awesome. He can be invisible. John, you will love it. Actually, he can, he has a heat sensing ability. Oh, actually. He'll never uh, use that again, but he can use it now. Oh, he can talk to and control Velociraptors now. Yeah. So there you go, Nick. All the really stupid. (laughs) No. Oh, there's more. So what the hell is the dude's name from um, uh, Men in Black and uh, Full Metal Jacket? No, no, no. Oh, uh, Jones. Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. His character was just ridiculous. I don't I could, even remember. Yeah. I could, exactly. You don't remember he's in this movie. Vincent freaking D'Onofrio is in this movie. Who is he? He's like the guy who's like the, the, the government contractor. Guy. He wants to use them to militarize the Velociraptor. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. And he, then at the end, he's like, he takes it like, I could control him because I'm just a badass. It's like, it's like, what? Have you guys? It's so, I mean, it's like, it's equivalent yeah. of like, like here's some wild tigers in there just because I'm, I'm, Dominant, I can control them. Have you read the it's, Jurassic Four script that uh, had them being militarized and they were like super intelligent and carrying weapons and stuff? <laughs> that sounds awesome. Like, too. It is. No, no, they, they were like, like human dino riders. Hybrids. Yeah, and they were what hybrids? Human, human hybrids. hybrids. Oh, okay. Um, and when that script was floating, Spielberg was telling everyone that it was amazing and it was going to be the best thing ever. It's fucking crazy it is <laughs> crazy and i really want to see it because it's terrible but uh <laughs> in the best possible way and uh I, i've heard that they're like building up to to that for the new franchise oh, oh boy. thank goodness yeah. <laughs> i mean it's it's it says something that the most logical aspect of jurassic world was the fact that the Raptors could be trained and, you know, led by Chris Pratt. Like I totally bought into that and was good with that. And the rest of the movie was terrible. Well, Drew, I think you and I talked about, you know, in the first Jurassic park, when, uh, the kids see dinosaurs and they're being chased and hunted by them, they're traumatized by it. I mean, they actually have, and these two knuckleheads in this movie, Get chased by was it was it the Dominus Rex or whoever it was, yeah. they fall off a cliff, or whatever, and they get out of the water. They're like, okay, we're fine. I mean, it was there was like there was like no big like oh, there's not a Saturday yeah. at the beach, like not a big deal. Yeah, it just it made so little sense as far as an actual authentic human reaction to what should be happening around you. Oh, and let's not forget that apparently um, Bryce Howard can outrun a freaking T Rex in her shoes. In her shoes. <laughs> I think you mean heels. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. You left out the important part. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, no. Any kind of footwear. It doesn't matter. You cannot get 35 miles well, an hour. That's true. You, she can't can't outrun, outrun you cannot outrun a T Rex. Maybe the T Rex was sick that day. He, he did, may have just. He did at the very end. He, at the very end, then he, he gave that raptor a cool little, like, hey, we're all right, yeah. nod. High five. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, my God. The dinosaurs high-fived? <laughs> well, no, but... <laughs> Not really. Like a, oh. But they had, like, Why a little... Why you get my hopes up? They had the little, this little, like, acknowledging look between each other. Again, it's like, Why you these are wild hope? animals. Like, <laughs> the T-Rex would have been like, oh, there's that asshole that shit off my face in that one movie. Like, I'm not going to, like, be all... Hey, That's we're, a different we're, dinosaur. We're all cool now. No, it, it's a totally different T Rex, right? No, yeah. it's, it's no, the same it's one as the first raptor, movie. Yeah. Different raptor. Oh, okay. 
Well, that's pretty dumb. Yeah. It's it got so bad. I'm hoping what the about? the the final movie in this series is just about the T-Rex. Like <laughs> they've been teasing it long enough. Like just give us the T-Rex story. That would yeah. be amazing. <laughs> Agreed. All right. All right. Ready player one? You guys. What? Did you guys watch the trailer for The Public? No. No. I just, the only thing I'll say is it's a movie that's directed, written, and starring Emilio Estevez. Oh. <laughs> so watch the trailer. Uh, I'm hyped. I think this might be his, his comeback. I'm, I'm peaked. It sounds, mm-hmm. it sounds great. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you Yo! watch Young Guns every year like me, then you will know that <laughs> he doesn't have a comeback. He's been here the whole Young time. Guns too. Dirty Jobs? Wait, not Dirty Jobs. What, what was the what, what was the one with, he was Oh, um oh. Repo Man? Network? Repo Man. No, 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 no. No, the yeah, one, not the one get the guy gets shot, they shoot him the guy in the ass with a BB gun and then he gets strangled. That was gonna drive me crazy. Alright, should we talk about Ready Player One? The archive, yeah. look shit up, why do that? Ready Player One. Uh doesn't look any better hey, now than so, it yeah. did before. I think it's going to be wildly different from the book, and I'm totally okay with that. I agree. Yeah, I think so, too. Really? And um, yeah. what, I, uh, Why are you okay with... Which, which part are you okay with? The fact it's going to be different? Oh, I guess I didn't have a question. Yeah. Why, why are you okay asking. with that? The book is not a great book. Like, I loved it, but only yeah. because it's uh, really cheesy. I, I might have said this before, but it, it feels like uh, young adult novels for... 35-year-old men, and I just happen to be <laughs> in that area. Yeah. I, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can go with It's that. like shamelessly <laughs> indulgent. Right. And it, yes. like, you, can, you can read that indulgence like in every, every page. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it looks like the movie is following that you know, premise, <clears throat> at least. Yeah. But I'm okay with Spielberg taking as many li- uh, liberties as he wants. Yeah, me too. Men at work. That's what it was. I also, they said that, Adam. I said that. <laughs> I, don't, I said the network. <laughs> they said that. Wait a minute. I don't think I so. I said it. No, whatever. Um, I think what I appreciate about this latest trailer is it looks like there's reference to modern gaming as well. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely uh, at least one character from Overwatch in it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I like that. Um, I I'm, wish, I'm super hyped for this movie and uh, to a fault where like there's no chance that it's going to be as good as I hope it will be. <laughs> but um, I mean, it is Spielberg, so you never yeah. know. But yeah, it, it has that going for it. Um, but I'm I'm also just like I really like the whole uh, VR Willy Wonka thing, and yeah. I I would like to see that kickstart um, VR a little bit more too. Um, and I'm I haven't. Seen like when the movie first got announced, I was hearing things about how they were working on creating VR things along with it, and I haven't seen anything of that since then. Um, so maybe they'll launch it on premiere. Yeah, I read something about um, there's potentially an ARG or something that's kicked off by the poster that was released. Oh, Ooh. so maybe look into that. Hmm. All right, that's all the trailers. What about Spider Man, dude? Come on. What about Battle Angel Alita? Oh yeah, yeah. I that, liked both of those trailers. We're not even close to being done with this yet. 
I know, but I, I feel like I should get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> this is about Spider-Man at least. Come on. Yeah, I, I mean, that looks amazing. Spider-Man. Um, Good one. Have you read you. the Spider-Verse stuff? I didn't finish it yet. I, I was like, you know what? I started it, and then I was like, I'm going to go and read. I would to make a movie. I'll get see caught that. up on this, on Spider-Man, before I read the rest of Spider-Verse. So I've been like uh, reading The Amazing Spider-Man to get up to, get back up to the Spider-Verse storyline. I've heard it's good, so I'm not going to talk a bunch of shit, but the premise of it just seems a little silly and forced to me that it always kind of turned me off. The Spider-Verse in the comics or this movie? In in the comics. I'm not, I I don't really know how far the movie is following. How many of us are there? Yeah. The spider the spider verse comics it's it's really fun i'll say like and it's an interesting idea of essentially there's this family of uh i don't know what they are they're just super human beings that feed off of people who are representative of the spider totem i suppose and so they go from reality to reality and uh kill and consume spider-man spider-man hate spider-man and the cool thing is this these characters were kind of introduced a while ago or at least one of them in a really good uh, amazing spider-man storyline by j michael straczynski um that followed this the one character was named morlin he was one of these super beings that was chasing after spider-man you didn't know why at that point he was just like a really strong bad guy that Spider-Man struggled with. And in that story, Spider-Man meets uh, this older guy, Ezekiel, who has the same spider abilities that he does. And you're like, well, who's this guy? And the cool thing is Spider-Verse answers questions from that storyline, you know, many years later Hmm. uh, and expands on the Moreland character and his sort of family and stuff like that. So I don't know if the movie goes into all of that or if it's just, you know, using the Spider-Verse idea and telling a different story. But are you really just hyped for this and plugging it so that you'll get more hits on your (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man series? Check out my Instagram. (laughs) Put in the show notes. (laughs) Had you guys heard about this movie before the trailer dropped? No. I had, I had never, exactly. I hadn't heard a thing about yeah. this. And I actually thought it was oh, like for a TV show or something like that. And I was like, oh, wait, a movie? And it's uh, Lord Miller. Yeah. Wrote yeah. It. That's really heartening to me. Like, I was already, you know, excited for the movie, and now I'm really excited. So. I'm fully heartened. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've got a. <laughs> Giant heart on. Check your comment. <laughs> Adam is shaking his head in disapproval. I agree. Um, All right. That's a pretty good steep, I think. What, yeah, what, I think I so, too. Oh, you have one more thing. Yeah. Have any of you guys started watching Future Man yet? No. No. I've I'm seen not the whole watch thing. That. Seriously? Yeah. I, I've also seen it all of Orville. terrible. <laughs> uh, no, Future it, Man's great. It takes... Seven episodes. <laughs> Nick, <laughs> for you. I already watched The Flash. I can't watch. Oh yeah, 
another bad show. Um, <laughs> it seriously, the first episode, I was like, "Oh god, this is bad." Uh, second episode, I was, yeah, it, it slowly progresses. Around the sixth or seventh episode, you're like, "Yeah, this is good." Um, so that's not that's not an endorsement, but I did enjoy it. There you go. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. All right, I'll never bring it up again. Thank you. You're welcome. How was Orville? Uh, Orville is um, it is very next generation. Like it's it's next generation meets The Office. Okay. So it's not you know zany cutaways like Family Guy, but it does have that kind of humor of just like everyday workplace in it. Sure. Um, <clears throat> and. Uh, and they they actually have like plots that feel like next generation, and right. that they're like, you know, th- how Star Trek has always tried to have like this um, philosophy behind it that you know, sure. Um, so it's it's not like I mean, um, that's not really surprising, I guess, considering you know, Second McFarland is a huge Trekkie. Yeah. So the fact that he made a show and actually put some real Trek into it makes sense. Can I can I spoil one really funny bit? Sure. All right. So, well, actually, John, are you okay with this? Yeah. Drew, I don't give a shit. Yeah. All right. So, like I said, it's not that a comedy. Looks like a piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand. Do we need a spoiler Seth alert here? McFarland. I I already said yes. it. Right. Uh, okay. So there, there's one episode where they have a a robot character who's on the crew, and as they do, they're trying to understand human emotions and. Uh, comedy and things like that. Original concept, I get it. Go yeah. On. Uh, so one of the other characters like plays a practical joke on him, and while he's like in his sleep mode, they put um, Mr. Potato Head pieces on his face, and so he, <laughs> he comes into the bridge and he's got these, and and they're like, ah, that's hilarious, and he doesn't understand the humor behind it, and they're like, it's a practical joke, and he and you know they they try to explain it to him. And so, you know, then it continues on with the plot a little bit. And then there's a scene 10 minutes later where the guy who played the joke on him wakes up in his bed, gets out of bed, falls over, and realizes his leg has been amputated. (laughs) 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 And comes hobbling into the bridge and yelling at the robot. And, uh, yeah, it turns out that he amputated his leg in his sleep as a practical (laughs) joke. Love it. It's good stuff. What do you think, Drew? Is that a good, that a good bit? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for calling, caller. Yeah, Adam. Thanks for calling. <laughs> that literally made no sense at all. <laughs> Uh, I guess uh, that's all the steepage this week. Yeah. Um, but if you hear a bell ringing, it probably means there's a new episode. Hooray! 